You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Welcome back, everybody, to Love of Pages. This is Elizabeth, and I'm joined by the lovely Jessica. Hello. And the fantastic Steven. I'm lovely, too. <laughs> Aw, yes, he is. He's also lovely. He's also lovely. But <laughs> with her pretty bow on her headband, oh, Jessica just looks, just looks super lovely today. I didn't bring a bow. I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did mess up. You did mess up, but you do have Power Rangers in the back, so you know it's acceptable. I try my best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we are starting with Jessica's book, Hope yeah. Never Dies, and I do. Hope I just I love this cover. I just I I do. I adore this cover. <laughs> Hope never dies. So assuming that by the time this podcast goes out, we haven't devolved into. Uh, civil war slash society is still somewhat standing. Joe Biden got <laughs> uh, sworn in this week, and as of so I thought it was as yeah. as as of publishing. He will get sworn in on oh, in I got publishing. You. Okay. Listen, man, yesterday's events got me all mixed up. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't realize, we record these several weeks ahead <laughs> yeah so we're still living yeah. through the insurrection Kessel. yeah the world almost ended yesterday for the united states so, <laughs> so much that was, that was great i do I, I i won't comment too much but i do i would like to appreciate my mother who when i called her on my way home from work told me to not turn on npr news <laughs> if i wanted to be in a good mood today that's like, fair what <laughs> Okay, so because – and this will be my only statement on – because I'm a politics nerd, I watch C-SPAN at the office. Like that's what I have on in the back. So you saw so I was So I was watching the electoral vote counts uh-huh. and the objections in the House and in the Senate – as this all started to go down. So I was literally just watching the live feed. And I was like, huh. <laughs> like oh, God. Like, this is, this is bad. Because what was the last thing that was said on the li- – did they cut the live feed? And I yes. think the last thing that was said was, like, they're in the building or something like that. And I'm like, oh, yeah. God. Like, that's horrifying. Yeah. The last thing was um, the chamber will stand in recess. Goodness. And then they just, like, cut it. And I was like – what? What's going on? Cliffhanger of the season. No, the only thing like, I'm just see. typing away, researching, doing my thing, and then all of a sudden this goes off on my side screen, and I'm like, "Oh, oh okay." No, I, I was I was playing stuff. Uh, I, I think it was the the C-SPAN feed, whichever one it was that was live later on in the night when. Um, the one very old man decided to challenge to well, try to challenge the ex linebacker to a fight. I was I was listening during that part, and I gotta say, C-SPAN did not have a good camera angle. No, they don't always have the best camera angles, but the unfiltered reality of our governance 
makes for good TV. Like, I don't understand why we need talking heads because you literally just have to watch it play out. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to watch it play out. Yeah. So, no. but and, this is for an entirely different podcast. Yeah, no, no, we'll, we'll <laughs> no, stop okay. talking about politics and then now, now talk about the adventures of Barack Obama and Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> So, Jessica, do you want to introduce us to this book? I I do, mainly because this was not the original book I had picked, because I very much last minute th- picked the last book that I was going to go for. But um, I haven't read this before, but Elizabeth has, and she's been wanting me to read it for forever, and I've been wanting to read it for forever, and, you know, timing and all that with, you know... The him actually becoming president, the inauguration. There we go. That's the big. That's the big word that I was looking for. But <laughs> um, I was like, let's change it. Just <laughs> like let's do this. I need a good, happy, easy read. <laughs> let's let's do the Barack Obama and Joe Biden buddy cop book. <laughs> buddy vigilante. Yes. Buddy vigilante. Vigil- there you go. Yes. So for our readers. Do not stress, this is not wrapped up in politics, obviously. Mm-mm. It It is contemporaneous, um, at least as of its publication in 2016, I believe. That makes sense. 20, that right. uh, no, 2018. Sorry, 2018. Oh. Yeah. But uh, it is just a fictional adventure of Barack Obama and Joe Biden solving a murder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's great. It's so corny. I know Stephen is like having a potential meltdown down here. He's on the bottom half of my screen. Jessica and I are like giggling this over this. It's hilarious. Like, this is torture. Again, you guys aren't doing the audio book. <laughs> I'm not. Tri- I'm not trying to say that the person performing the audiobook is terrible <laughs> or anything. But here, let's let's go ahead. Was voicemail letting her know we needed to talk ASAP. Since it was past nine o'clock, I wasn't sure if we would hear from her until morning. That's the audiobook. That's <laughs> that's rough. That's supposed to be Joe Biden. That's rough, buddy. That's uh, makes my day. Makes my day. Oh, so that's, that's, yeah, that's bad. Uh, I'm sorry. So that's that's the book we're starting this week. And Jessica very kindly caught something I did not in my read through of a reference to a virgin pina colada. Yeah. So I, yeah, we did not do the virgin version. We didn't do the virgin kind. <laughs> no. But because I was actually really concerned because Joe Biden doesn't drink. So I was like, oh, are we going to find any references to cocktails that we can use in this book? He said, I, I, I got to find it. It was at the beginning of one of the chapters. Oh, I know what chapter it was at the beginning of. Was it? Do I know what number it was? But it was the when he went to the funeral. It was like it was like the day after a thunderstorm and the balmy air made you want like a virgin oh. peanut colada. Something che- like the cheesy lines. Are there just so many great. There's there so many, so and it's so great. <laughs> I think it's probably eight, nine, or ten. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I'll find it later. I don't have a ton of. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Brightness 10%. Oh. 
Steven's talking to his Google. You guys weren't supposed to hear that. <gasps> but we, well, did. we did. I'll have to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just leave it in because we're entertaining. Um, <laughs> but yes, so yes. this book opens with what I find to be probably the most like uh, it's hilarious because it's such an exaggeration of poor me nobody likes me (laughs) yeah for so long every single thing that gets said is an allusion to that the fact that someone dies he's like yeah you get old and people just stop caring and then you die (laughs) i'm sorry joe (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry who hurt you (laughs) barack barack hurt him by not wanting to be friends anymore he wanted to hang out with bradley cooper I, know, I bet Go Bradley Cooper diving. would know how to change a light bulb. <laughs> so it, it opens with uh, <laughs> Joe uh, reading the newspaper about all the fun things Barack Obama is doing without him post uh, administration. Mm-hmm. And then he hears something. And so he takes his dog, Champ, which we now all know about and will be a first dog. Yay! Is that their titles? Yes, I think. Uh, Major and Champ. Um, (laughs) Commander and Champ. (laughs) Commander and Champ. (laughs) I like it. They need a third dog. Um, (laughs) The modern Major General. So he goes out to his backyard in Wilmington, Delaware, and Barack Obama is out smoking in the woods behind Joe Biden's house. Marble Reds, which <laughs> I did not know. <laughs> I'm like, now I know Barack Obama's cigarette of choice. <laughs> and then... Of course, what I found absolutely hilarious, the I went for a handshake and Barack turned it into a fist bump. I've never figured out how to do those. <laughs> I do like how many times they, they have him so often say things like like his in classic Joe Biden kind of like lingo, like he'll call someone corn pop kind of stuff, you know, things yep. like that. They do that. It, that part is endearing. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, no. it's all so cheesy. It's so cheesy, so corny. It's it's hilarious. So this is where we get into Barack tells him about Finn Donnelly's murder. And murder. apparently Finn well or death. Or yeah, death. It's death, death at first. It's <laughs> death. It there's Still currently debate about murder, not murder, suicide, accident. We're unsure. We're unsure. So, in any case, um, apparently Joe Biden is good friends with Finn Donnelly because Joe Biden loves all train conductors. Yeah. Well, he took the Amtrak from... Delaware to Washington D.C. like all the time when he was a every senator day. and all that every day and 
you, you get to know the people you see every day. And I'm like, I don't think I've ever talked to. <laughs> like, you mean you don't know all the random people that you don't work with, but see on your commute every day? No. Well, mainly because I, I commute by myself in a car. So that might help. But But you have to interact with people at a checkpoint to get into your work. That is true. Uh, don't ask me their names. I know their personalities. I know what they're going to say to me. <laughs> I know which one will actually ask me the COVID question and which ones will just wave me on through. Like, it just, yes. <laughs> I, I will say, like, I, I did become, like, pretty good friends with the lady who operated the front counter at the TV station. So I get it. Yeah. And all she really yeah. did was, like, check people in. And you have to go to her sometimes if you need, like, a pin. <laughs> Yeah. So Joe knew Finn Donnelly and Brock had decided to tell him about the death before he heard it from anybody else. And so we find out that he had been killed on the tracks because he was laying on the tracks. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether he was already dead or not, we don't know. Can't tell. Don't know. Can't tell. Um, and then it gets to the question of, okay, why are you involved, Barack? Why is the FBI involved in an accidental death on the Amtrak? Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, Barack, Barack says to him that, that he had, uh, that there was more to the story. Yes. Yes. So he's like, well, there's some stuff. There's stuff. It's the highest levels of government. And Biden's like, you could have called. (laughs) You could have just called, not sneaked out of my house that night. (laughs) So Joe then starts doing the nosy neighbor. It's what I like to call this first round of investigating. Just the, let me read the newspaper articles and talk to the family and Mm -hmm. be snoopy and nosy. Um, And then I just, I know everybody, so. (laughs) So I I just know everybody. (laughs) Being snoopy. (laughs) Maybe sure. (laughs) But uh, is it at this point that he tells him? Already, I, so I, I listened to this recently. Yeah, but I feel like in the first wave of things, he tells him about the map to the house, right? That's yeah, yes, there. the map yeah. to the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he, tells he tells him that that um the guy what was his name Finn Donnelly. Finn. Yeah, that Finn had had a printed out map with the loca- like the center point of it where the destination was would have been Joe Biden's house. Yeah. Yes. So they've looked into it, and then Joe Biden asks him, like, well, do you think he's, like, into, like, any, like, bad stuff or whatever? And because of when this book was written, the biggest concern <laughs> was, like, no, no, he's, he's not part of, like, ISIL or anything, if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, that's what they choose to say in that moment. <clears throat> yeah, ISIL. <laughs> I mean, it was still 2018. It's fine. Yeah. I know. Right. So they hadn't reached 2020 yeah. yet. Uh, that was a thing. That was our way. Like, oh, yeah. I remember ISIL. <laughs> Those are good times. <laughs> the threat was outside. Yes. Yeah. 
So oh, that's right. That was the end of the conversation because that was why Biden was like, well, why didn't you just call to tell me that he died? Like you didn't need to creep around. And he's like, well, huh. because he was found with a map to your house. And so I felt weird. like I should come check it out. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and at this point, did he tell him about the other things that were found on Finn? Or was that later? No, that was later. later. That was he finds out that, yeah. yeah. Which it was chapter six that he yeah. does it. That it was like, it was baseball weather, a perfect day to sit by the lake and sip a virgin pina colada and really enjoy my semi-retirement. That was the liner. I was like, pina colada, got it. Text <laughs> you guys. <laughs> We're making pina colada. <clears throat> Done. <laughs> Done. Which I, absolutely, I actually absolutely love the descriptions in this like that. It's... It really is like listening to like an old noir detective film, like the descriptions of it. I was like, I'm really loving this so much. Yeah, this is honestly, what I needed right now. <laughs> I'm like, this is the way my grandpa would describe things. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, we're going to go sip on virgin pina colada. Although he'd probably he'd be like, we're going to go sip on beers and yeah. fire up the, the grill. <laughs> yeah. No, um, but yeah, from this one, like we're we're basically reminded the entire time of just how friendly Joe Biden is. Like that's his that's pretty much the whole thing. After he is vice president, before he's still a friendly guy, but that's very much the image they cultivated for him. Yeah, and that's fully in play oh, yeah. when he goes around trying to use his now limited vice presidential resources and like like group like the people that he knows and his acquaintances to help him look into this a little bit yeah. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that starts out. Um, so after he does what he can, like, on the computer and just through the newspaper, he ends up uh, with his friend talking from the, with his friend yeah. from the police department. I'm trying to find his name. Dan. Dan. Dan Caparotti. Yeah. Who Biden knew from growing up together, which mm-hmm. I'm like... I'm kind of curious how small Wilmington is. And like, I know Jessica, you and I discussed this on our United States of women podcast when we did Delaware, but like, this feels very small town to me. Like, Oh yeah. <laughs> I t- everything about Delaware felt like very small town stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm like, yes, no, that could definitely be like the three of us growing up in a small town. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All the time you run into people and you're like, yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah, so Yeah. Yeah. Like had that happen to me this week, and I was like, "Oh, I don't recognize you." When did we go to school together? <laughs> oh, fifth grade. I'm like, "Yeah, no, you don't look anything you look like nothing you like you looked in fifth I grade." Know. I'm pretty positive. I'm in the opposite boat where I remember everyone from when I was younger way better. Anyone in high school, I'm like, I know your face, but did we have art class together? Yeah, that's me. Everything well, jumbles up. Was it college? Was it high school? I don't. I don't know. I know I saw your face. I think I might have sat next to you once. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, like, so in this instance, it was a, a guy. So I was like, yeah, you definitely didn't have a full beard in fifth grade. So I don't that's know fair. what yeah. you look like. That is like, I can't tell based off of just your eyes. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not how this works. So, but yeah, so. Biden gets a call from uh, Dan Caparati to meet because he wants to talk about the Finn Donnelly case. Mm-hmm. 
And yep. so they meet at some place called Earl's Hash House. Classic. Which sounds perfect, actually. Right. Right. Um, and so, yeah. Which, he, was- at first, at first, Biden's like, "Oh, it's got to be about the map," and he's like, "No, no, it's not about the map. Shut up. Sit down. Like, <laughs> let me talk to you. Wait, why don't you have any secret service?" Because I'm lowly vice president. I don't get secret service. <laughs> My six months are up. <laughs> so they go off into a corner booth and Biden orders ice cream. Classic. Because even it's 70 years. Well, as we learned during the campaign, he has to have ice cream every night before going to bed. But that's okay. Um, <laughs> I know, I, that's at the heart of everything about this book. Everything in this book is a tiny thing. Like, Jill liked this, and so she did this. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is listening to interviews and then just extrapolating yeah. oh, yeah. stuff. It's basically like the oh, Edgar yeah. Allan Poe movie from a few years back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. So, um, but he basically tells Biden that they're pretty sure that Finn was high on heroin at the time of his death because they found a baggie of it in his pocket. Which does not mean that you're high on heroin. Like, to be fair, it just means you have a baggie of heroin in your pocket that was not used or opened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, but there, and then he's like, well, I'm gonna just like no, no. There's no way he actually had heroin in his system. Like the toxicology report's gonna come back negative, and Dan's like, yeah, that's fine, but it's gonna be six to eight weeks. <laughs> it's like that's not that's not short enough time. No, can you rush that? No, that is the rushing <laughs> that. Like this is how things work in the real world. This is not law and order, Joe. <laughs> we don't get this in 24 hours. Uh-uh. Not CSI. Um, and then we get introduced to Lieutenant Esposito, um, who <laughs> who's rough around the edges, yeah. but in line for the chief's job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which just, I just the descriptions make me make mm-hmm. me giggle. It all makes me laugh. Yeah, um, but the the also the fact that Dan was choosing to drink at this nice diner i assume just the worm dirt which the is worm. coffee and i was like i hadn't heard coffee referenced as the worm dirt in so freaking long that implies that you heard it before i have never i have i don't know where i have because as soon as he said it, i was like oh yeah coffee i don't know how i knew it i've i don't know if it was something that like honestly it's probably something i would have said to you because i have definitely heard it a lot yeah probably that's so weird i i don't know I try to get into other things besides just being like about it being dirty water, but that's it. I'm sure. That's like, yeah. 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 No, yeah. It could be because my grandfather was a cop. So, like, I did hang out with cops at diners before. Maybe they said, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But I also particularly like the fact that they, that he describes Dan as reminding people of Dirty Harry. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, so he's a really bad cop. (laughs) That's not a good thing, Joe. (laughs) That's not helpful. Um, So (laughs) Dan then says, you know, 
Because Joe's like, oh, so I should direct all my questions to this Lieutenant Esposito. Dan's like, do not yeah. <laughs> go anywhere near this. Don't you dare. <laughs> I shouldn't be talking to you about this, but I know about the map. Figured you were concerned. We've been good friends for a long time. So. <laughs> and that's. Um, and so Joe's like trying to play the double agent and not tell Dan about the national security risk. And he's like, I do also personally like that he's, he repeatedly references himself as I have a tendency to be loose lipped. And I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah, thing. yeah you do. You're like Tom Holland with spoilers. <laughs> so. Um, and then I think that's all. Yeah, from, from here, I believe, uh, he decides to shortly after go to meet up with uh, the Finn's <laughs> oh, wife. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he goes, right. yeah, this Finn's is where he had a stroke. Yeah. So this is where he finds out about Finn's wife. Mm-hmm. Dan mm-hmm. tells him about Finn's wife because Joe's like, hey, do the, does the family know? like to give my condolences and he's like well the daughter doesn't know yet and the wife isn't capable of knowing Mm -hmm. yeah so So, yeah he finds out a little bit more and they even talk about the fact that he wasn't staying at home i believe at this point no that was later on okay it was later he finds that out from the daughter Mm. i think no i found it out from rock he finds it out from rock that's right at the towards the end of this section yeah so Joe decides to go up to meet the wife and um, there's that Gideon Bible dude there. Yes. Which yeah. took me a second. I did not put that one together at first because I don't think of like the Gideons being tied to those, you know, like it's not a yeah. thing that I think about for that, but it is no. 100% the reason those things yeah. are often there. Yes. <clears throat> But yeah, there's a suspicious man. So there's a suspicious man who's, you know, over by Darlene, who doesn't, um, she's like entirely gone as far as like what anyone else would recognize from her. She's catatonic. Um, and she's been for some time. Yeah. She had a severe stroke, I think is what Mm -hmm. her diagnosis was. So, and the only name we get is Reggie. Yeah, because Reggie it's in for the, the Bible. Was that how, was that how that one came up? No, I think no. he says his name okay. is Reggie. Yeah, yeah, no, because Joe just says it's Joe, by the way, and he replies Reggie. Nice yeah. to meet you, Joe. By the way, so the guy the guy leaves his Bible behind, but then Bro- or Brock, um, Joe decides uh, like he's like I need to get this Bible back to this man. So he goes yeah. back to the yeah. person at the front counter, and the person's like, "There's no people here that like this description." Um, and he goes, "Someone else trying to figure this out." The person says, "No, there's no one by this name," and he like figures out like a whole personal story for the person which feels yeah. like t- like jumping a few steps ahead yeah. in this person's life he's like oh yeah they're probably a junkie too yeah yep <clears throat> yep so and then he goes to 
Finn's service. Mm -hmm. And there he, um, he of course knows the, the priest who's doing the service, Father O'Hara, because Biden knows everybody. Yeah. And they were all younger when he knew them because they're all old now as they (laughs) remind us at every turn. Yes. Everybody's old. They barely know how to use cell phones or they don't have cell phones or they have landlines. (laughs) (laughs) This book made me think about my knees. I know. (laughs) I, I, I was literally like, yep. That's going to be my knee in 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then he meets uh, Finn's daughter and he talks with her. Um, And they have a very heartfelt, you know, he was proud of you. I was proud of him. Yeah. How could you be proud of us? You were vice president. Mm -hmm. Yada, yada, yada. But, um, it it's definitely an extrapolation from like other stories that people Absolutely. have shared in interviews. Yeah. So and then he basically promises her that he will figure out what happened. Thus setting oh off all of the rest of these events and keeping us on yep. the path, even if you were thinking, no, he should probably let someone else take care of this. Joe yeah. made a promise. <laughs> And a Biden never breaks a promise. Nope. <laughs> um, so at that point, as he gets ready to leave, he comes across, uh, or I guess Barack pulls up. <laughs> mm. Right? No, no, didn't no, he? No. Um, no, he ran into the Amtrak guys. That's right. Yeah. He ran into the Amtrak guys first. Yeah, which I actually absolutely loved that part about the guy that actually ran over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was actually a really nice piece about, I can't remember. It's the other guy that says he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't kill himself that way because he would know what it would do to the engineer that hit him and killed him. Like, it just... And because it, it's true, and he makes a point. Nobody thinks about what you're doing to somebody else when you—that's how you decide to kill yourself. You mm-hmm. don't think it's going to utterly destroy that person's life. They're, you know, they're going to think I could have stopped. I could have done this. I could, you know, kind of thing. So I really, I, I really—that was like a surprise, not surprising, but it was like a nice piece inside of yeah. kind of a cheesy book to be like, oh yeah, I never, I never would have thought about what that would do to a conductor of a train. Like, oh yeah, that's devastating i would think that you saying that was surprising to get in this book is exactly the right description because everything else i'd been i'm still on board for the book and everything but i was not expecting a moment that was like oh no yeah oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah that was that was pretty pretty haunting so he has the back and forth with them and like yeah i don't care how depressed he was and like i get why people do it because you know stepping in front of a train Lots of things seem final, but that's final, that's, final. Yeah. Like, which they do you go into say, later in yeah. more detail. Yeah. They, they say yeah. it's an offhand like, oh. later, um, shortly after this. Uh, and I'll, I'll yeah. leave that to when we get there. But they say a particular few words that got me. <laughs> like, oh, goodness. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so, and it was just, it was heartbreaking to read about, you know, Alvin, the yeah. conductor who hit him. 
so Biden rides with the guys and they drop Alvin off and then they get to the Wilmington station. Mm-hmm. And because Biden wants to go look at the scene. Yeah. Where it happened. So, but Grant won't get out of the car with him. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one of the other drivers. One of the other drivers. Yeah, yes. one of the other drivers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Grant and Alvin are the two train conductors. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and so he goes over and he... Trying to figure out where we're next. Well, he goes and kind of like examines the whole area. Then that's yeah. that's where the the part happens. That's where this- where they said that they retrieved his body from the place where it, well places where it had happened basically. Oh, and places. I was just like, Jesus, Ugh, yeah, huh? That's yeah. how it would be. Yeah. yeah, there were like four parts in this book where they say small bits of information. Um, <laughs> where I was like, oh, okay, you didn't need to say those parts. They mentioned like, they mentioned yeah. uh, Joe Biden having like a enlarged prostate at one point. Um, they they like they have a part where uh, he talks to Barack Obama and he says something about like um, if we go swinging our dicks around, and then that <laughs> part where. Uh, where he says that like a, a body, a person who throws themselves in front of a train or is hit by a train, is no longer one meat unit, basically. Yeah, one meat unit. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Yep. There's a lot of small little jabs there. Where you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, oh damn. <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't get a ton from the tracks, as I recall. Mm-hmm. No. There's- he mostly spends his time down there going, what would, you know, Barack think of me? What would Finn think of me just rolling around here? Yeah. Are what would you my doing, dad think yeah. of me? <laughs> are you doing this for Finn or are you doing it for yourself? And I'm like, ooh. Damn. Yeah. Both. <laughs> Both <laughs> and, and then we find out. <laughs> and then we find out that the Wilmington station is actually named after Biden, which he's. Like, Not proud of, but proud of. It's like this weird. Sorry, my earrings were. No, I, I do. I do. Oh, like yeah, he no. points out, like, <laughs> don't name something after somebody while they're still alive, because yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you don't, don't do that. You don't know what they're gonna do in the next five years, yeah. and you're gonna be like, gotta <laughs> scratch that name off. Yeah. Yeah, he has that, and like a school or aquatic center named after him in his hometown, or something yep. like that. Makes too. sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he had wanted them to rename it after MLK or somebody else of the like. Which yeah. is another thing that he said in an interview before that they pulled. Yeah, it really, it really felt like as he was, he was a lifeguard at the, at the pool, at the aquatic center when he was growing up. And that's when he met like a couple of um, black people that like asked him for like a thing of gas or something like that. So when they drove down south, they couldn't use gas stations, and that's what got him into um, the civil rights movement and and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. It definitely did feel like something straight out of an interview, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, (laughs) That's cool. I've I've learned a lot. Like, I would (laughs) much more capably be able to, like, shoot the breeze about Joe Biden after this book, I'm certain. (laughs) 
Yes. Yes. So, and then he goes in and he, like, tries to look at the security tapes and they're like, yeah, no. We don't have those anymore. <laughs> What's that? And, he, and Joe's like, darn government cutting corners. And I was like, yes. Yes, Joe. <laughs> That's what so, they do. <laughs> so then he goes to the mayor of the train station, uh, the shoeshine. Um, what's his name? Greg McGovern. Yeah. Who immediately recognizes his voice and refers to him as Amtrak Joe. <laughs> That's Amtrak Joe. Not VT How's the missus? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he talks to him about it. Yeah, they have a whole back and forth because I guess this guy yeah. he played cards with him and he's like, no, yeah. he, like he wouldn't kill himself. But then he does climb uh, up when Joe tries to push a little bit for information. Yeah, he climbs up pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, if he didn't think something was fishy at all here, like, that would have, like, oh, there's it smells like fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, because he's like, no, I didn't even, I've never even seen him drink. Mm-hmm. Well, then why would he be carrying heroin? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but that's yeah, weird. When, when Joe can't get more out of him, uh, he leaves him with like a card with his yeah. contact information, yeah. uh, and I'm sure that's going to be very important later. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. definitely. Because Jill had them made for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then basically he's like, "I play gin runny. I know gin runny. Gin runny. Yeah." <laughs> which is also a game that i play sometimes and it is one of the few long card games that i actually don't mind playing so so there and then <laughs> this point, yeah <laughs> so then this was the point that he steps out of the train station and a black cadillac escalade pulled up to the curb in front of me the truck size sgv sat there idling was my ride early if there was an Uber sign on the dash, I had no way of knowing. I couldn't see anything through the heavily tinted windows. <laughs> yeah, I, I like so the I like, oh my god, it's Obama. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like yeah. the description of this part. I feel like in the way that Wonder Woman has theme music in all of the, like all, all the DC movies, like the every time she comes on screen, there would be something for Barack if this were a TV show or a movie or something. So, like, when he starts coming up, you hear, like, just, like, maybe, like, a beat or something that you just know is him every time. Oh, yeah. So, they then... He's like Carmen Sandiego in this book. Yeah. <laughs> he is. He is. <laughs> so, Joe gets in with his flowers, and Barack's like, I thought the funeral was earlier. It's like, well, I have a wife, and I like to bring her flowers. <laughs> so, so you buy her white lilies for the dead. <laughs> like, th- those are uh, funeral hey. flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying so hard to not read it in his voice, and I did not succeed. Nope. Um, not as good as you are, though. <laughs> It was, it was an interesting moment. Yeah, like I, they bring up a vehicle, which I don't know if this is a real thing or not. Whether he has a, like anything that's even close to this, I would imagine it has to be in some way, shape, or form close to reality. Otherwise, yeah. they wouldn't bring it up. But it's going to be important as they go on later. 
he has oh, this, yeah. this vehicle that's as close to the Secret Service vehicle kind of thing as he could get in the consumer market. He had to, like, import it or yeah. whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, um, they then start talking about, you know, the funeral and everything going on. And Brock isn't really saying much. He's like trying to give him hints. And he's like, yeah. and so he's, he's like, well, we've been following you for your safety. Mm-hmm. And Joe's like, I'm not a child. Like, I'm yeah. not a child. I, I am old. Just- <laughs> well, or like, you know, I keep seeing the picture in my head. Like, I am old enough to be your father. Just <laughs> get over it. <laughs> But I do want to be your friend. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. Please say sorry about not going skydiving with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for the part. You guys have both seen, uh, I forgot, was it Onward? Was it even the movie, the Disney movie? Yeah, the Onward, the movie with the, like the yeah. troll kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm waiting for the part where the whole time Joe Biden is like, why won't you just like, you just be my friend. I miss being your best friend. And then like Biden or uh, Obama will just say something like, why do you think I was following you, Joe? Like, I have so many other things to do, but I love you, buddy. I love you, buddy. You're my, you're my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it just threw me back to Tropic Thunder, which is so not the right. <laughs> <laughs> you friend. Uh, um, I need to watch that movie again. I love that movie. <laughs> Drink a booty sweat. Yep. <laughs> so so anyway so Barack's not like telling him anything but telling him he needs to get private security and Joe's like what do you want me to do like that's ridiculous like stop being ridiculous and finally he just lashes out at him and says like go back to Cape Town and work on your tan like just leave me alone leave me alone (laughs) my knee hurts I you hurt. I messed it up, but I'm an old man. I like, but another big part of it is like he doesn't want Jill to find out that Barack Obama's in town. Like, no, my wife can't. know she'll make us hang out. <laughs> and I'm mad at you, so we can't be friends right now. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> in any case, um, he gets out of the car. And um, he gets a phone call from Lieutenant Espinoza, who well, basically she, she just starts not happy. She's not happy with him, and she just starts chewing him out about interfering and yeah. using the Secret Service to put pressure on them, and just like. I, I don't even I don't even have a secret service anymore. And like <laughs> why, don't reach out don't reach out to my detectives, Dan, don't ask them for more information. He's like, they called me. What do you want me to do? <laughs> fine, fine. Yep, sure. So everything <laughs> needs to go through official channels. Fine. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Stop yelling at me. So, and this is where he uh, has the converse. He has the the internal dialogue with the reader about the fact that, like, 
part of the problem is Wilmington, Delaware is, you know, murder capital and their backlog's so extensive. He's he's like, she probably just, I don't blame her. Like, she doesn't want to make a yep. simple it's a, it's case a, more complicated. Yeah, like, it's a resources thing. It's a resources thing. So, in any case, he gets back into his house and he gets undressed <laughs> because this is somehow relevant to the story but that's fine yeah oh he does he does slam the door on the secret service guy who tries to give him his lilies back he left in the car and he just bye steve boom i'm gonna go take a bath that's what happened. I, I think that's the whole reason that he gets undressed. Like he's like sad, like just mm-hmm. dropping his clothes as he goes to the door, kind of thing. Uh, My knee hurts. Yeah, take takes <laughs> some aspirin, and then the guy like you're like, like knock knock knock, and he opens the door, and they're like you forgot your flowers. He's like well, keep them, and like, and he's just like standing there, like it's like it'd be like seeing in something else where the person would be drunk already. They'd be like you just keep the flowers. But in in that moment, like he slams the door on that guy, and then there's another knock at the door. Bum bum bum, and he opens it, and it's Barack Obama, and he's like, "I can't slam the door in Barack Obama's face. Yeah. It's not strong enough." There you go, a mix of the two. <laughs> so then Barack's like look, we need to come in, we need to talk. And he's like, all right, fine, come in, sit in the living room. Like, But Jill can't know, so you gotta leave soon. <laughs> like, you gotta leave soon. But I'm gonna go get something. So he goes up and gets his bathrobe. Because <laughs> he, he's like, I don't have time to figure out dockers. Like, this is, this is too, this is too much, this is too difficult. Too difficult. So, then she... <laughs> He, uh, after he gets his bathrobe on, and there's a comment about Hugh Hefner. (laughs) uh, (laughs) And he ends up handing, he ends up taking, snagging a folder out of Steve's hands Mm -hmm. that he was trying to give to Barack Obama and apparently somebody has ransacked Finn Donnelly's house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've got photos. And that's and, where uh, he yeah, that's where he found out Finn was not living living at the house. He was renting it out and living in a motel near the Amtrak station. Which I'll be honest does not seem like he's going to make more money off of that. He's going to lose a little bit of money. They they talk about the fact that um or like with his daughter he was mm-hmm. like uh, she. She had said something to the effect of he was trying to pay for in home care for her, you know, mm-hmm. but that was going to yeah. be unreasonable. Um, but I don't think he's going to lower his expenses through this one. It's just supposed to be that he can't stand to maybe be at home in the place that's so familiar Correct. with that person there. Oh yeah, Correct. you know, yes, yeah. So he uh, they have the whole discussion. And they just and Joe decides. Well, we should go check out the hotel room. Mm-hmm. Like Let's unless go. you got unless you got a better idea. And Brock's like, okay. And so Joe goes up to get dressed, and he comes down in shorts 
<laughs> flip flops, a Aloha shirt, and a baseball cap that says "You got bass." Not how they decided to depict them on the cover, sadly. No, no. I wish yeah. they did. <laughs> and it's not a Hawaiian shirt; it's an Aloha shirt, yes. <laughs> which I also did not know. And I went, "Oh." I will now reference them as Aloha shirts. <laughs> right. And so then uh, <laughs> then he has a Phillies hat for Barack. Because mm-hmm. no one Brock. will recognize him. No one will recognize him. Especially, especially not if the two of them are walking around. Oh, yeah. No. When, no. So, and then um, Joe talks him not only into the Phillies hat, but into his new muscle car. Yep. Which I do imagine uh, is probably the one that we see on the cover. Yes. Yes, probably. Yes. That's that's my interpretation as well. And uh, then they agree to park the Escalade at the Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Down the street so that Jill won't find out. And after the Barack... Most, the most old man thing to do. Oh, right. <laughs> anyway, just, just park it at the back of the Walmart parking lot. Let's just... <laughs> Yeah. It's fine. Where everybody parks their Winnebago's. Nobody will notice. <laughs> My wife can't know. <laughs> it, it's about as far thought out as like any plan that happened, like in a moment happens. I've been listening yeah. to a lot of podcasts about different, like older crimes and things like that. And yeah, no, this is a lot yeah. of people's oh. plans. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. So in any case, they drive down to the motel. And then Joe asks Steve to go flash his badge, see if they can look in room 110. And Steve's not so keen on it because that then leaves the two of them without any security. Yep. Yep. But he finally relinquishes (laughs) and goes in. Mm -hmm. And that's when Joe and Barack see... A blonde woman trying to break into room 110. And the first question about the blonde woman is, how do you think she goes to the bathroom? <laughs> because she has super duper long hair. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, does she, I mean, she can't just sit down because it's going to duck in the toilet. But then if she moves it to the side, it's going to hit the ground. <laughs> like, what? But, so I'm not going to lie. I want all male conversations about women's appearances to be like this conversation. Nothing actually sexual. Just like, but how does she poop? That Honestly, <laughs> these are the kind of conversations you can expect from me. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be like, damn, that girl's hot. No, no. It's, it's going to be like, I don't know how you walk in those. <laughs> oh, it's like I, my only question is like the super long hair is like how many headaches does she get and deal with? <laughs> yeah, it's like, heavy. And also, like, what, heavy. Are, what are you doing? Like, what, what is your like routine? Because like split ends, uh, uh-uh. uh, my hair would never uh, grow past I mean, like here, even at my longest. That was uh, as far as I can get it to go. Oh no, I had I had it to like lower mid back. I think was the longest I had mine, but my hair's curly, so it looks shorter than mm. that. But I yeah. used to be able to sit on my hair. Goodness, yeah. I guess when my hair was as long as I was straightening it like every single day, and that can't have helped. Oh yeah, no, ends. no, you cannot put heat on split yeah. ends, especially not those iron straighteners. Oh. Yeah, no, no. Mm-mm. 
Anyway, digress. <laughs> after, after the conversation about how she deals with her hair, they decide that they need to go investigate because she's breaking in. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then so, they break in. <laughs> so then they go to break in. And <laughs> Brock being the lawyer is like, well, this is technically illegal. And she's like, even if the door's unlocked? Yeah. yeah. Oh, but we're yeah. private citizens. Still <laughs> illegal. Still illegal. It more illegal. Yeah. <laughs> you you have a certain diff like you you kind of get to skirt other laws a little bit more when you're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so at that point the blonde whips open the door in nothing but a towel with her hair wet and they get all befuddled. <laughs> and start talking about, oh, we were looking for the pool. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, there's a pool here? <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, ima- imagine if, if this was a different book. And so, like, Mike Pence is one of the people who was having to solve the crime. At that moment, every lead is dead. Because he just, like, hightails it out of there. He has to keep 100 <laughs> feet between him and that lady. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> <laughs> so they go rushing back down to the car. At which point Steve comes out and goes, okay, I got the key, but we got to make it quick. Well, what about the lady in room 110? There is nobody in room 110. <gasps> we got bamboozled. Yeah. We were bamboozled. Which is, just, which is just great because, like, I could. I could see Joe Biden saying, I got bamboozled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Particularly with his no malarkey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This malarkey, we got bamboozled. So <laughs> they go cryptid. back up. <laughs> they go back up to check the room. And Joe finds a mouse. And he's thoroughly impressed at the small size of the mouse. Yep. And then they find out that there was something that was removed from the bottom of the chair. Yeah, the chair the chair was moved. Barack the, Obama notices it. He, he, he notices that yeah. the chair was moved because of the depressions in the carpet. Well, yep. Joe Biden is just looking around the room trying to figure out what thing he can do that he's seen in a crime movie. He's like, ah, there's no notepad, so I can't do the whole like, like checking Scoogly, it for what was written thing. here last kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't bring my fingerprint kit, which we were all given as gifts. Dang yeah. it. So, but what was there has been removed, and all that's left is a faint pink stain at the center. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Bum, cliffhanger. <laughs> There's our cliffhanger for this that, section. That, that would be the end of the episode if this were a TV show. And they'll say, right. like, what, what, to be what, continued. what will the boys get into <laughs> next week? Find out next, next week at 3 p.m. <laughs> Don't forget to eat your Obama O's. Yeah, it would, it would be a cereal ad, and then like a soap <laughs> ad afterwards. Part of a healthy a breakfast. Basically, basically. Yeah. So, okay. Any quick predictions? Because we got to wrap it up. Nope. I don't have any predictions <laughs> for this one. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's holding close to all of the tried and true things from any like noir kind of thing. A little bit of buddy cop uh-huh. stuff. I'm not expecting anything crazy. Oh yeah, no. It's a little bit too early to predict predict, but I mean I definitely pretty sure it's it's murder. 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 Definitely murder. It's definitely murder. Now the real question is did Finn Donnelly was he in with the wrong crowd or was he trying to stop 
the wrong crowd. Ooh. He wasn't a bad guy. He wasn't a bad guy. I don't think they've they've set him up too sympathetically. Um, oh yeah. I do think though that the guy who uh, was like driving the the well like oh Grant yeah not no yeah. the other one Alvin, Alvin? I, I think there's something suspicious about him still oh. I think he and Grant are in on whatever Finn was trying to stop yeah and definitely the mayor guy actually I don't think yeah. he, I, I, mean, I don't necessarily think he's in on something. At least not right now. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know. He knows something, though. He knows he, something. He knows something, but I don't think he was a, like a cog in the mechanism that was bad. Huh. Okay. That's right. fair. But yeah. So, Jessica, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter as JM Bailey Writes. Steven, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter as Peppermint Gentleman or Peppermint Gent for short. And you can find me with the rest of Geek Elite Media at Geek Elite Media and our Facebook page forward slash Geek Elite Media. Archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts can be found at geekelitemedia.com. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on whatever podcatcher you have. And if you happen to be finding yourself with a couple extra dollars after our very small stimulus checks. Uh, if you got please, one. If, you, if you're a TurboTax person, if, if, I'm sorry. If you got one. Um, <laughs> Please consider donating to our Patreon. It allows us to continue doing podcasts like this. Mm -hmm. Until next time, this is the love of pages, reminding you to keep turning those pages and always remember to geek geek out. Keep up, guys. Come on. This concludes our broadcast. 